Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing fantastic and that you're all having a wonderful day. Likes, comments, and subscriptions are always appreciated. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. So, if you remember, there's a lot to cover. Of course, a lot of really weird things are going on within the space. Every 24 hours, it's always something new. If you watched yesterday's video, which I hope you did, uh, one of the main things in the beginning that we were talking about were the weird price movements of the cryptocurrency market. I was mentioning uh, how not only was Ethereum not moving properly, it was probably more than likely because people are waiting to see if the actual upgrade takes place. This has been six years in the running, in the coming, in the something. Like, everyone's been uh, waiting for this one event. The other thing I was telling you is that a lot of people have become quite bullish on Ethereum's price should the merge take place. If it ends up working, this thing we've been hearing about for six years, a lot of people are going to start throwing a lot of money into it because we have confirmation that the thing actually works. The really important part was the Ethereum price compared to Bitcoin's price. There are a huge number of articles floating around now discussing, uh, what do you call it? Uh, if Ethereum is going to flip Bitcoin, if Bitcoin is going to become the number two coin, if the flippening is going to happen after the merge, what have you, so on and so forth. I told you one of the things that we were probably, and it's really, we, time time is 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 quite fascinating. One of the things that we were probably going to see was Bitcoin trying to continuously slam down in price. Once again, watch yesterday's video. The entire idea is that historically, normally, always, the people who are controlling Bitcoin's price, if they ever get any indication that any other altcoin is getting ready to uh, gain more than Bitcoin, Bitcoin's dominance is already at 30 something percent in the market. It's one of the lowest numbers that it's ever been. What typically happens is, all the time, is that Bitcoin will spike up in price and then slam back down. <clears throat> this is done mainly because if Bitcoin rises by 2% in price, other altcoins tend to rise by 17, 13, 14%. You've seen the numbers before. Bitcoin goes up by a little, altcoins go up by a lot. However, if during that same hour or two-hour period, Bitcoin slams down in price, even if it's just to where it previously was before... Altcoin prices tend to collapse. They fall by 7%, 13%, 14%. And as you might have imagined, that's exactly what took place yesterday. This is done in an effort to control the other altcoins compared to Bitcoin's price. And in this case, it's actually being done more so against uh, Ethereum. Because if Ethereum pumps, it'll pump harder than Bitcoin. If Ethereum pumps, the altcoins will also pump and Bitcoin ends up losing a large portion of its market cap. This is just what's been happening over the course of the years. It's one of the more uh, terrible parts of the cryptocurrency market because we know that it's just uh, price manipulators doing this to make sure that Bitcoin continues to shine uh, during any type of event. There's a lot of bullish Ethereum news, as you might have imagined. The merge right now, as far as we know, is supposed to happen in a day and some change. It's not very far off. It's expected to happen sometime during the course of the 14th of September because the, the amount of uh, usage of the blockchain, the, it gets quicker and quicker every single time. It was the 20th and then the 16th and then the 15th. And now we're being told it may be on the 
14th. The bullish Ethereum news is absolutely staggering because it is everywhere. Everyone's talking about prices. Everyone's very interested as to where it's going to go, how high it's going to be, and what could potentially happen. And I have the actual chart right here as well. This is the 24-hour chart. Just to give you an idea of exactly what I mean with Bitcoin jumping up and down, this is done on purpose. This isn't a, a normal price graph for Bitcoin, especially as we've seen recently, Bitcoin tends to roughly stay within the middle or have any type of movement up. And then it kind of maintains or sustains this movement up. This is manipulation. This is slamming down on purpose, rising very quickly and slamming down once again in an effort to move down altcoin prices. Uh, so... We are currently at a point where Bitcoin is one of the very few coins that's actually up. And I say up as in like it just happens to be partially in the green. A lot of other altcoins are either completely down, completely in the red, or um, there's always the oddball. The odd coin that's up by 7% or 14% on some, you know, they don't have a lot of trading volume, if you will. So the coin ends up doing uh, better comparatively. Also in the news as well, we spoke about this, it's been about three weeks now, I'll, I'll fill you in. Uh, the entire idea is, is that in a day and some change, Ethereum is supposed to transition to a brand new proof of stake system, meaning all of the proof of work machines, the tens of thousands of machines that you see inside of a warehouse will no longer be able to be used on the Ethereum blockchain network protocol. Cool. Got it. Uh, one very uh, particular person who's been mining Ethereum for a while uh, decided that he did not want this and has decided to make his own coin called ETHPOW. That is E-T-H-P-O-W standing for Ethereum Proof of Work. That's what they're calling the coin. It is backed mainly by him and by Justin Sun. Justin Sun announced that he would be using or giving or selling. I'm not sure. I don't listen to this guy anymore or ever. I told you from the beginning who he was. Uh, putting up a million Ether uh, into this new system. Uh, you can check online. There are indications that this guy and Justin Sun know each other in some sort of way, through some sort of connections, what have you. Uh, so... From the get-go, people got a little excited about this, and I told all of you the reason you should not be excited about this is because uh, what tends to happen is uh, during a, a chain split, uh, it's, which is what they're trying to do, is basically uh, continuing the protocol but in another direction. People tend to get very excited about these things because there's usually an airdrop, and people go, well, I want the free money. But part of the problem with these airdrops or these the, the, these free money that ends up happening is that the actual normal chain also ends up falling as well. So you will celebrate for a day or two while you got this new Ethereum proof-of-work coin, uh, and then both coins will begin to slam down in price. I cannot say for certain if this is a type of price manipulation, if this is being done maliciously just to make sure that Ethereum also stumbles for the course of some time, but this is getting quite serious, and I was hoping that they were not going to do this anymore. But I think greed is far too strong, especially when you can figure out how to make another billion dollars appear out of thin air by making a chain split 
I am going to tell you this right now, and I and I mean this as a, a TMI friend. This coin is going to be garbage. It is not going to get mainstream support. It is going to be exactly the same as other Bit, Bitcoin uh, forks and splits as well. There will be a dedicated group of people who will follow this coin. They have no idea what they're doing. They're going to try to get you to lose your money. I, I can't make it any simpler than that. For those of you who weren't here many, many years ago, the reason why I know that this is going to be garbage is because the network, the people, and I mean the network not only as in the computers and the machines, I mean also as in the community of people, you out there, you know what the real Bitcoin is, you know what the real Ethereum is, you even know what the real XRP is. If there was an XRP chain split and they became XRP, POW, you would still know which one was which. Every single time that it was publicized that Bitcoin was going to have a hard fork and that a new coin would be created from this coin, Bitcoin fell. And Bitcoin fell severely. And the other coin would also fall. And eventually, Bitcoin would outperform that coin. And now no one talks about the other coins, regardless of how adamant people were before that these were going to be the actual new Bitcoin. I told you all of that in 2017 and in 2018 because the people, the institutions, the rich people behind it, they know that it's garbage. So they take these new coins and they sell them off to buy more of the other coin. It says money is pouring into Bitcoin cash after Bitcoin crashed more than $1,000 in 48 hours. Yep, that's big. Oh, no. How could Bitcoin have fallen? What? That's absolutely insane. And one of the the worst ones that I think uh, stopped a lot of people in their tracks because a lot of people were trying to figure out ways to make free money. And one of the, the freest ways was they, they kept on saying, well, I'm this person, or I have done this, or I have direct contact with Satoshi, and he told me to make a brand new coin, and the most infamous, inf- infamous, yeah, kind of, infamous one was Bitcoin Cash, Satoshi's vision. Uh, Bitcoin's price completely collapsed on this day, because a lot of larger investors in the space uh, began to get annoyed. The idea has always been that there are only 21 million Bitcoin, but not when you can continuously fork off the coin. It, you know, you're then making more, at least in their eyes. If you're looking at this chart, if you can look at the screen, I want you to tell me the exact moment when Bitcoin Cash Satoshi's vision was launched. It's not that difficult. It's actually super easy if you look at the chart. I'm pretty sure many of you are pointing to the screen. Yeah, right here. Exact moment. So the same exact thing is going to probably, I'm not a fortune teller. I can only go off of uh, what's been happening in the cryptocurrency space. It keeps happening over and over. It's not like many new things are happening. Uh, It's always the same kind of uh, uh, events over and over. People don't learn. Greed is very strong. Uh, So the merge is probably going to happen tomorrow if it concludes correctly. Uh, the day after, I believe, is when uh, ETH POW is going to launch. Expect a major sell-off in Ethereum's price. We will probably get anywhere from $900 to $1,200, realistically, because Bitcoin's price has always fallen in half whenever it had a major publicized upgrade. I think the, the only maybe saving grace is that no major crypto exchange is going to be supporting it because they know that it's garbage and it's just a, a ploy to make 
more money. Yeah, so that's all the crypto price news, at least for right now. Um, at the moment, stock markets around the world, uh, at least within Asia and within India, uh, are actually moving up a tiny bit. I'm not sure where the optimism is uh, coming from. A lot of people, especially the, the U.S. stock futures, are also rising as well. A lot of people believe, I'm telling you, that we are somewhere at the point of, and I'm not sure how they're getting this information, they think that we're at the point or near the point where the Fed is going to stop raising interest rates at all or as aggressively as they have been doing, uh, basically announcing that inflation has been gotten under control or something along those lines. Um, and as such, a lot of people are quite optimistic once again about the stock market, especially after, I think, weeks and weeks and months of months of prices falling. I think we are going to have some type of an announcement or something today. Someone's going to be talking about something. We're going to be getting some type of market data. I believe it is today and Thursday, market data days. And next week is meant to be the raising of interest rates uh, once again. And from there, we will probably see a mini surge in stock prices as we have historically Usually the day before, the day of, and the day after, uh, we get indications or explicit news that the Fed is raising the interest rates. Uh, markets fall collectively, and then they tend to move up uh, once the fear of the event has already taken place. So yeah, uh, Bitcoin's price has been making sure that it moved all the other coins down further. Ethereum's price is trading down sideways, mainly because of Bitcoin. I assume some of the ETHPOW news also has to do with it as well. A lot of people are waiting uh, with, 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 with bated breath uh, for this upgrade. I, I'm one of them. It's been six years. You know how many times I've joked with my friends over the last week? I was waiting for someone to be like, actually, guys, we got to wait three more weeks because it's been happening this way for six years. So the fact that it's actually going to happen, I don't blame people for standing on the sidelines. People need to only people need to see that not only is it going to happen, and then they'll go, wow, after six years it's here. And then they also need to see if it works. I don't blame them. Uh, EthPal is going to be garbage. I'm trying to tell you right now. So I, I know only five people heard me, uh, but for the other 10,000 of you, really watch out. I don't think you understand. Okay, that's all the price news, at least that we have right now. And yeah, let's move on. Also in, wow, this is super surprising. I can't believe it. That's crazy news. On Monday, billionaire investor Michael Novogratz said at the SALT New York 2022 conference, that he allegedly overheard that Fidelity is planning to make crypto trading available to their retail customers. Former hedge fund manager Novogratz is the founder and CEO of Galaxy Digital, a technology-driven financial services and investment management firm that provides institutions and direct clients with a full suite of financial solutions spanning the digital asset ecosystem on the 15th of October, 2018, Fidelity Investments, which is one of the largest financial services in the world with $9.9 trillion in assets, announced the launch of a new company, 
Fidelity Digital Asset Services, which would offer enterprise-quality custody and trade execution services for cryptocurrencies to institutional investors such as hedge funds, family offices, and market intermediaries. The reason this isn't surprising news is, one, they announced this that they would be doing this years ago. For those of you who don't know, Fidelity is one of the largest, as if, if, if the $9.9 trillion didn't give it away, largest asset management companies on the planet. They announced in 2018, they, they announced in 2017 that they were looking at the space, which told me that they were definitely already accumulating Bitcoin and crypto. A lot of people didn't believe me because for some reason they need to explicitly hear it from someone like Mike Novogratz. Sure, why not? Have a great day. The other part is them entering the cryptocurrency space was quite significant because I told everyone back in 2018 and in 2019, pay attention to what's happening. All of these banks, all of these institutions, all of these billionaires who hated crypto before, all of the hedge funds, let us not forget the hedge funds, uh, announced that they were entering the cryptocurrency space, but they would only be offering their services to wealthy clients. That's what institutional means. It's not you, me, I, us. It's not normal, everyday people. They were buying up Bitcoin and only selling it to the richest people on the planet. And I told everyone to pay attention. Why did I say to pay attention? Because that news was not for us. We kept on getting leaked news about how amazing and how high Bitcoin was going to go and where the price currently was then and how low Ethereum was. And all people kept on saying, well, there's no way that all these institutions are getting into crypto when prices are this low in 2018 and in 2019. Why would they be doing that? No one gets into the market when prices are low. You know how we keep hearing? You see where the market is now. You know how like every other day we keep getting news? Despite the drop in the lows in the market... This company's getting into crypto. Yeah, they do that because the prices are low and normal people aren't paying attention. It's always the same. Always over and over. So that means that basically their rich clients are full. They, they've put $25 million into the market. They dumped $150 million where they could. Bought up as many coins over the counter as they could because they're all working with Coinbase and Kraken and Binance. And they're buying these coins over the counter to make sure that they don't move the market. And hopefully that the market goes lower for them so that they can keep buying at exceptionally good prices. And now that all the rich people from Fidelity have as much Bitcoin as they want, it's now going to be offered to you. That's how it always works. We always get the, I wouldn't even dare say the, the short end of the stick. Uh, but understand that this market, the way that it's evolved, is not meant for us. We are not meant to be in this market. It is meant to be a, a rich person's game, and we are basically only along for the ride. So the news is, somebody overheard that someone else was potentially talking at something at some other point in some other convention, uh, that apparently Fidelity is going to be offering cryptocurrency trading to retail investors relatively soon, potentially before the end of this year. We'll see. Sure, why not? I, I, I don't think it's not real. Fidelity's already into crypto. That's what I was telling you before. Like the, the, the moment we heard that BlackRock, once, if you don't know what BlackRock is, inform yourself. And if you know what BlackRock is, continue to look up more as to why BlackRock getting into this space is so significant. Like this is, 
crypto has solidified itself as a as a, as an asset class that is never leaving the planet. It will be here when our grandkids have grandkids. So anyway, yeah, Fidelity is um, apparently going to be doing that. Quite significant news, I guess. I don't know where to really throw this. Uh, we keep getting news all the time that banks that banks are explicitly buying up Bitcoin uh, to be able to offer it to their clients as well. And other people don't think that's interesting. And many of the retail people in this space aren't buying. So I don't know what to really say anymore um, other than you'll find out. That's the Fidelity News. And yeah, let's move on. Also in, wow, this was really popular. Like it actually was. That wasn't sarcasm. On the 12th of September, Starbucks, yep, that Starbucks, a global network of coffee shops, revealed its Web3 technology named Starbucks Odyssey and announced a partnership with Polygon. I told some of you before, and I told all of you, <laughs> as if only some of you can hear like some of my words. I told you months ago, uh, I am not, for those of you who did not know, I am now investing in Matic and Polygon, i.e. I'm buying up the token. They have way too many partnerships. Like it's it's a little bit too big at this point. It's kind of like upsane. It's a little odd, the, the names that they're getting to actually join their protocol and using them. I told you the other day, I think it's Sandbox that's moving completely to Polygon. And there was also some other major company. It wasn't Disney. I think Disney's on Flow. But there was some other company that's also using Polygon. And I was like, okay, well, you know, that's it. I got to start buying Polygon because uh, these, these, these partnerships are just a little bit too big. Starbucks rewards members and companies American workers will have the chance to acquire NFTs through the Web3 platform Starbucks Odyssey. By implementing Web3 technology, Starbucks will be able to interact with customers of its Starbucks Rewards loyalty program in fascinating new ways, giving them access to unique co- <laughs> okay, unique coffee experiences, special event invites, and artist collaborations. These, these two are probably the most significant here. A lot of other companies have been announcing like utility for their NFTs and stuff like that or just, you know, their Web3 thing. If you are able to buy coffee or buy an NFT of a coffee and you at some point, you know, you look under the cup, digital cup, and there's like a special number and that number allows you to go to like concerts for free or to meet artists or celebrities, this will this will take off immediately. Customers and partners may sign up for the waitlist starting yesterday for an opportunity to be the first to get the Starbucks Odyssey experience when it launches later this year. Starbucks's Ryan Boots, I'll say it that way, is B-U-T-Z, Vice President of Loyalty, Strategy, and Marketing, said, Building Starbucks Odyssey using technology that aligns with our sustainability aspirations and commitments is a top priority. We took a very thoughtful and thorough approach when evaluating which blockchain to utilize in Polygon's fast, low-cost, and carbon-neutral network. This is why Ethereum is also going to gain a large amount of popularity. I don't think it was in any of these articles. If you not even read between the lines, sorry for the segue, but it popped into my head. Remember when we had news the last week, there were, I think, three companies who announced, and three rich people, whatever, uh, who announced... This is why they believe that Ethereum is going to kind of skyrocket in price eventually, uh, because a lot of institutions, they, they don't want to touch Ethereum because of proof of work. 
Bitcoin in some sort of way has become, the word's not toxic, that, 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 that's a bit too strong. Uh, nobody really wants to get near Bitcoin because everyone wants something that is uh, sustainable for the environment. You know, you live on this planet, you should want the same exact thing. And the idea of getting into a system that may not be good for the planet, uh, people stay away from it. So you may have noticed every single time that there's a huge partnership with something, it's all, always a proof-of-stake mechanism, every single time. So this is why people are waiting for the actual, you understand. Uh, and this is why we keep seeing Polygon constantly getting all of this stuff, and the main thing that they always announce is fast, low-cost, and carbon-neutral is the perfect foundation for our first digital community. So, uh, not joking, this was hugely popular news. Starbucks is a gigantic brand. Uh, they're going to launch their Web3 platform, their own NFTs. Uh, it's more of a, I want to see what they can do with it. I'm not a Starbucks drinker myself. I pop in. I'm not going to lie to you. I uh, September, October. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pumpkin spice latteer. They're good. I like them. So let's see what happens. Apparently supposed to launch at the end of the year. Uh, this was one of the everywhere all over the place news along with the fidelity thing. Yeah. Good job, Polygon. I mean, look at them. Making sure that they uh, make that money. And yeah. Let's move on. That was basically all of the news once again. Uh, same as yesterday. Uh, the news is heavily focused on Ethereum. Where Ethereum's going. How high Ethereum's price going to be. What's going to happen during the merge, after the merge, and all those other things. Um, Seba Bank, that is S-E-B-A, Seba Bank, uh, has announced that they're going to be launching Ethereum staking services. I assume they'll be doing that after the actual merge. We have heard from many different companies and many different cryptocurrency exchanges that they're all going to be doing the exact same thing. I'm still waiting uh, to see if they end up changing their uh, staking numbers because the indications that we got is that staking uh, APY, the yield, uh, was going to jump after the merge. And many crypto exchanges are offering less than the current uh, rate right now. So they're probably going to be forced to raise those numbers. It says Bank of America suggests a wider ETH adoption after the merge. Basically has to do with what we were talking about. Uh, this, it was Bank of America, I believe JP Morgan, and there was one other bank somewhere uh, who all were talking about the exact same thing. They're expecting that after the merge happens, uh, they're expecting an avalanche of companies to announce that they're into Ethereum because they refused to announce that they were into it before uh, because of how energy intensive it currently is and will no longer be in the future. Very fascinating times ahead. I, I wish... That, hmm, I wish a lot of things. It's very annoying that we're seeing the same exact event happening over and over again where prices can't move because the people who control Bitcoin's price refuse to let the other coins move. But I, I, I realistically think at this point, if that had never happened, we would have seen Ethereum become the number one coin or even right now. Uh, but price manipulation, as they say, is a B. Yeah. Let's move on. As always, 
A very special thank you to my Patreon supporters. GBU Wally, Manny Cryptos, Crypto Gambino, Bubble Mode, How's Life Austin, Auspicious Agile and Blockchain, Jamie Saad, Blockchain Simplified, and let's move on, Empire Queen. Roman Geba, Bitcoin Ben Arachno, Dave Tony Ambroski, The Dealers Den, Captain Something in the Z Way, Lay Mobarazzi, VB Nerd 21, Miguel Grillet, Lauren De Silva, Quoted Biddy, Troy Allgood, Space Case, Need a Miracle, Pat Ternoster, Navarro Williams, Utopia 569, Moonman High, XRP, Martin Stoyo, Nostromo, John Sarson, The Animal Reader, Bibliophobia, Todd Mullis, Adam Grasick, Wise Knight, Owl. 242 to the World Bankroll Network, Crypto Artist, Coldy 3D, Setsuna, Richie Rich III, Paxis, Nick Manji, Alavori, Jim Gardner, Jeremy Fox, Minting Coins, Yes to Crypto, Body McBoatface, Anytime Fitness, Monks, Corner Staff, Bake Me a Cake, Tigger, Ramacho Nisa, On Crypto with Lionel, and Crayola Michelle URL. Thank you all very, very much for your continued support. Thank you to everyone who always leaves a like, a comment, or has already subscribed. Thank you all very much. Thank you very much for the support on Money Rules. There is going to be a new video there today. Thank you for all the support on the Travel Channel, on the podcast as well, and on the art. You're all incredible. Thank you very much. At the moment, Bitcoin is at 22,189. It is down by 0.31%. These are the movements we were just talking about. It has affected the entirety of the market. Ethereum is down by 2%. Binance Coin is down by 1%. Cardano is down by 2 XRP is down barely. Solana, for some reason, is up by 6.6 percentile points. Matic is up by 3 I assume that's logically off, but you can even see the movement. Same exact thing as Bitcoin. It's terrible. And this has been happening for years. The only way to get out of this is to have a multi, multi, multi trillion dollar uh, cryptocurrency market space. And for a lot of these coins to get away magnetically from uh, Bitcoin, at least Polygon is up, kind of makes sense. But you Polygon would be up by at least 14, 15% just based off of this news. Avalanche is up by 1.8. Tron is down by 1. Ethereum Classic is down by 5. You kind of get the idea. Any other coin really up? ApeCoin is up by 2%. Q. Uh, yep, everything else is in red because of Bitcoin. And that's during a day where stocks didn't even do bad and where the futures are going up. Fascinating, right? Uh-huh. I do hope you all enjoyed. do hope you all are having a great day. Great morning, great afternoon, great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I hope it's great. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, liking, and or supporting. And I will most certainly be talking to you all soon. See you.